with Julie. I, now we can actually kind of get into I would describe as like kind of the B plot of the entire season. Um, it's the Julie shit. Um, there's also the C plot, which is the Katie and Veronica stuff, which we'll get to. But I think the Julie stuff is probably like one of the biggest arcs of the actual season because it goes on forever. Because Julie dwells on it the entire time. Exactly. And so this is like kind of the introduction. I mean, technically the introduction was the Trishel stuff, but Mm -hmm. um, this is really where it becomes like about Julie. Like everything she wants to be is about Julie. Um, So during the during the bit where they were having a hard time getting down off there, and I, I mentioned that she was having a hard time like being not a bitch to Coral at any turn. Um, she says, like, you know, what was that thing about your arm? And she's, at, like, she gets that whole, like, defensive, are you mad at me? And she's all concerned, like, are you mad at me, Coral? And it's like, well, yeah, like, she has the right to be mad. She literally just, like, walked off a hard challenge, and you're trying to be an asshole to her. So she's gonna probably give you some lip back. And then she immediately, like, tries to downplay what she was doing earlier, and she's like, well... She, Coral says to her, because she says, are you mammy? And I think Julie's used to people giving in to her and saying, oh, no, it's fine, whatever, at home, or whatever, mm-hmm. in, her, in her lifestyle, because that's how her personality works. And everyone who placates her on the show, basically. They do do this several times, and it's almost always men for, for a huge portion of the time as well. But um, mm-hmm. a major factor here is that Coral is like, yeah, she, she says that, are you mad at me? And Coral says, a little bit, yeah, you were being pretty negative when I just got on a challenge. I know I sucked at it, but I didn't really want to need that, like, the minute I was done. And she said, I don't know, I said good try. And I was like, bitch, there's tape. I'm like, we can literally go back and watch it. It's literally her saying, what's up with that thing with your arm? And, like, this weird look where she's, like, trying to pick a fight. Honestly, there's no other reason to say that besides, you did a bad job and I want to be rude to you. Like, there's no positive spin on... What mm-hmm. happened there? Why did you slow down? Like, if you have something to say to Coral, say it. I don't think that Coral is going to necessarily, like, take it well always. Yeah. But at least she'd probably respect you for being yeah. honest and then like, coming forward. With, like, her things with Mike has always been, like, a thing. We mentioned that. I mentioned that earlier. But, like, it's because Mike, at least, she respects him now because in the moment, he said his fuck-ups. Like, he said the shit he was thinking. And he didn't, like, manipulate and go behind the scenes and, like, whine about it and talking heads. He kind of was like, here's my issues with you. And she's like, well, here are my issues with you. And they kind of, like, dealt with it. Like, adults. And Julie is the type that's just, like, she's going to be like, well, I I don't know. At the time, I thought I just said good try. I don't know what the big deal was. It's like, you (laughs) did it. You You did not say good try. You said, like, oh, what was the problem with your arm? It seems like you didn't really try there. She didn't say exactly that. But it was clear that she was trying to say, like, this this girl couldn't even run to the car. It's also important that, that we mentioned that part where, you know, the, the men placate her because yeah. her relationship with men versus women and her obvious internalized miso- misogyny comes up later when it, like, it comes, like, it all comes to a head where she wants to, re- to wrestle Coral. Well, we oh, can, my God. If you want to jump on that. Because she's like, girls do things like this, but guys do things like this. And she, yeah. So I think what we can start to do now is sort of, like, ramp up to the major parts of the season, because we can't, I mean, we don't need to go bit by bit for every single episode, because there are parts of this that are basically just, like, and they do another challenge, so, like, we'll get well, to I mean, the part where, like... The next major inferno is the the one after David falls asleep and the cookies, that's important. Yes, absolutely. So we will mention that in, in brief, but, like, I think this is what we're going to start focusing on, because... The majority of the plot, besides the actual challenges, is Julie and Coral's ongoing issues. I really just say Julie's issues. I feel really awful trying to lump Coral into this, because I think it's 100% orchestrated by Julie, and she's not really even that involved. Um, But Roll Rules just continues to destroy. 
Christina and Katie get put into the challenge, and Coral is in charge of the next meeting for who's going to go into the Inferno, and she volunteers herself like a fucking adult because she fucked up the challenge, she got DQ'd, and she wants to take ownership of the fact that she screwed up. Now, obviously, there is a chance that because she's going to go into the challenge, and they're- I forget the actual situation, she's trying to- I don't even honestly know why- I think she tries to get Mallory to go too, but she doesn't even bring up Mallory going. Mallory says, you know what? I'll volunteer too. Everyone should be volunteering from now on. That was their mm -hmm. new decision. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, they're going to all start volunteering to go when they need to go. And Mallory steps up and Julie's like, no, 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 Mallory, you're too good for this. And it's like, well, who, who else do you want to go? Yeah. Because it's only like four of them left. It would be, point, it would right? be Leah then, and but we're not talking about how Leah's weak yet. Yeah, and so, like, I don't even know where, like, Julie's issues with her are not even based in reality, because what, does she want to go in, or does Leah? Because then, yeah. that's the conversation you should have, is why don't me or Leah go in? The, the conversation is, Coral's manipulating Mallory to, to volunteer. Well, what's the other option? I mean, Coral volunteered herself now. I mean, is Leah going to go in? It doesn't sound like Julie wants Leah in, and she's not volunteering herself at all. So, like, I don't even, just, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, these are the only women life. left, so that's... There's only these four options. It's so stupid. But then, so she starts immediately, like, claiming that she's, like, whispering to everybody. And then in all the talking heads, she's like, this is chess. It's chess. So, like, Coral has decided to volunteer herself because she knows they're not going to vote for her because she's a stronger player. And this guarantees that she'll go through to the next challenge. And then she won't have to go into the next Inferno where it's likely she'll actually have to get voted out or lose. And it's all manipulation because she wants. So I think maybe she's trying to claim like she is, wanted to go in now instead of later. The thing is, Coral put her name in first, so it's not even like um, Maui put in her name and then Coral's like, "I'll do it too," knowing right. that she's not gonna get picked. She said her name first. And the thing is, even if that were in Coral's head, which I don't even know that it's. It's clear to me that she feels like kind of annoyed that she fucked up and she wants to just get it over with now after having a shitty day because she i think coral's the type that was like i'd rather go now when i screwed up and have something to prove than like later on when i'm not really feeling like this is my best day like she feels motivated and that's the best time to go into the inferno they've established that is when you want to prove yourself because then you're really eager unless you're, you're jeremy getting, yeah i know right but if you're going in after being voted in or there's some kind of a manipulation you feel obligated to volunteer that changes things severely. And mom, same goes for Mallory. Like, fuck Julie for making Mallory feel bad about wanting to go in because she just robbed her of the chance of having a good mindset. And the guys actually do all start to kind of swoop down and say, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> now she, Julie's, like, second-guessing everybody and putting all these manipulations in people's heads. And she's, like, getting Mallory to doubt her decision to go in. It's like, bitch, she's trying to go volunteer to be in the Inferno. Don't get in her head. She needs to be focused on winning. It's so dumb. And she's like, well, Mallory's one of our best players. It's like, well, there's only four of you, so who else can go in? Is it Leah? Then say Leah, but she won't do it. It's such a weird decision. And then if she did get Leah to go in, isn't that even more of, like, the choral manipulation in that, in that yeah. scenario? Because then and she the bullying, she's definitely yeah. going to win. Like, it doesn't make sense. Her whole logic is just, Coral's the blame for everything. She's, uh, she's like, a puppet master. And mm -hmm. honestly, again... It doesn't ever, I don't know that it ever, like, overtly comes up, but... The fact that it, the puppet mastery actually happens on the Road Rules team with Veronica makes the Coral stuff stick out even more as just Julie's insane. Yeah, and I, I do, I don't want to keep bringing it up the race issue, because I don't necessarily think that it's ever, like, out and out mentioned, but so much of this is so piled onto the one black woman on the team that it just makes my skin crawl. And I'm like, I cannot... I don't think you can dissociate the fact that, like, Julie has an issue with this one person, and, and almost every time it's either, like, a very strong 
female person or very strong person of a different color. Like she den she tends to have her hardest time with people who tell her to shut up and sit down. And I think in many cases she's picking fights with people that she knows she can look weak in front of or a victim in front of so that she feels like she's gonna get the like she's always crying she, after the fight starts. She expects Plural to get the angry black woman at it, which right. doesn't happen. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. So basically, like, I think she's picking fights with people that she knows she usually can do in, like, real life and look like this demure little, like, white girl who's like, oh, I'm just so small and I, I didn't know. I, I, you're picking, and you can you're call picking a manager. Exactly. And I'm like, it, everything she does in this whole season is, like, a step away from saying, can I speak to someone's manager is literally what she's, like, her, her intonation in every scene. So... They, uh, David especially just tells her to fucking, like, shut up. Like, you need to stop. And then yeah, David doesn't even like Coral, and he just is like, shut up. Yeah. And then she, like, she's also a bitch, too, because she's like, she convinced, she's like, in the, in the, uh, talking head, she's like, she convinced simple-minded Mallory that she should volunteer. And this is, like, the way Julie talks, like, she's, like, always smiling while she's talking, and she just looks like a cat really is. a canary. It's, it's disgusting. And so... And she needs to leave Mallory alone. Mallory is precious, we've decided. And it's so pathetic, because she's like, you save your strongest players to the end. And then I think Coral or someone says, are you going to go then? And she's like, well, I think we should stay... The strongest players should stay at the end. It's like, are you saying you're the strongest player? Because <laughs> I don't see that. And then in the second season, we'll get into later on, but, like, that actually comes to fruition. Like, she truly thinks she is one of the strongest players, and that is insane, because she's one of their weakest or at least least reliable like, and they often consistent. highlight just how weak she's playing certain things i mean we did mention that we started out this season with her almost trying to murder a woman in the middle of an alley hanging above two stories like it's insane that she thinks she's the strongest player she's a lunatic so she's just calling out everything that like she's just calling out all the stuff that she she's thinking about that kind of stuff because she's being manipulate manipulative in the same moment so she's Blaming Coral for manipulating things because either A, Coral's doing it better than her, which I don't even think she is, but B, she's just trying to do the same thing by manipulating people into hating Coral, but she's just doing it loudly and in front of everyone. Like, she's not subtle at all. Like, she's doing the same kind of whisper campaign that Coral's the puppet master, but this all behind the scenes. At least Coral, for whatever kind of, like, quote-unquote puppet master stuff that she does, she's doing it in the middle of the meeting when they're all being adults and choosing who's going after having volunteered herself first with no, like stipulations it's insane she's the worst so mallory and uh coral go in versus Kristen, or sorry katie and christina and then it ends up being mallory versus christina and it's just sad heartbreaking um, the, the, the true love story of the season breaks up and then coral i do like it ends the episode before where she's just i just don't like the bitch her personality sucks <laughs> and it's like yes because she's the worst so, um, we also get in the next episode the Leah and Darrell uh, stuff that starts up, like, they've been fucking on the DL, and, uh, he's, I think, generally only kind of there for the fucking, but she's like, he's so sweet, we're all, like, we're really cute, and he's like, yeah, you know, we fuck you in the daytime, but we- relationships. <laughs> exactly, he says that, basically, and he's like, and we're on different teams, so if she goes, oh, bye, it's, like, adorable. <laughs> And then, uh, um... This is also officially where Road Rules decides to start throwing missions. Yes. Uh, to get Katie into the Inferno. <laughs> the Inferno. <laughs> and so this is, um, another classic, uh, challenge, I think, where everyone has to hold their arms above their head, which is just, like, I do respect the fact that I feel bad for, like, I think it's David and, like, uh, who's the other one? It's not, it's, uh, oh, it's Timmy. Like, they're, like... We have fucked up shoulders. This will leave, like, permanent physical therapy for me for the rest of my life if I keep <laughs> doing this. And they're, like, they've had, like, 
surgery and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they immediately go down. And it's like, good. At least they admitted the fact that, like, they're not going to do well. Because this is, like... They didn't try to do something stupid. Like, picture having to hold your hands above your arm, your, like, above you. Like, you're doing, like, I don't know, like, you're holding a medicine ball above your head for, like, I think it's something like four plus hours, I think, or even longer. I don't know. It's a long time. The girls are actually way better at it because they're smaller. So, like, a lot of the women actually make it to the last round. Besides, Mike is the only one that outlasts all the guys. Uh, But they're openly sabotaging Katie, which Katie realizes. Um, They're dumb because they, like, telegraph that to her and that's the thing that most people in this game don't fucking understand is that when you're going to manipulate someone you don't go up and say hey we're going to vote you out just FYI because then that person immediately hates them <laughs> and it's only like lights a fire under their ass to not well, that, get to get the lifesaver so well that leads to the thing where like Abram eventually he makes a mockery of throwing a game because he's pissed and he's like if I'm going to like well, do, that this, was stupid. do this he bullshit he was an idiot in that. I, I don't know what he was doing later on. We'll get to he, he explains it in the reunion, and he like uh, he was pissed about throwing it, so he's like, if we're going to insult her intelligence, then I'm just going to be an asshole about it like that. Yeah, but, like, I get what you're saying, but, like, it just makes you look like an asshole full stop. Like, it doesn't, there's no subtlety in that to me, but I, I get it. So, um, eventually, Katie is basically, so, since uh, Mallory and Coral uh, were versus Katie and Christina, they were trying to get Christina the, the lifesaver to win and then put Katie in. So Katie outlasts Christina so that no one can do that, basically. So now Katie is uh, guaranteed not to have to go into the Inferno, and Christina's guaranteed to have to go into the Inferno, and uh, they immediately, like, you know, realize that it's going to be, unfortunately, Mallory versus Christina and True Love will break apart. Um, I also do like about that, like, like, uh... Julie, I mean, like, first girl out was Julie. <laughs> the strongest player, yeah. The strongest player immediately out next thing. 